Welcome back to Classy Bird Talk, where we talk about relevant topics. Right now, we are in a 10-part series, Crazy Christianity. On this podcast, we will talk about religion, Disney, Reno, and anything else on our minds. Just a reminder, please follow Nika and Scraps at Scrapadapple, follow me at Dave of Reno, and you can subscribe to all of us on Classy Bird Vlogs on YouTube. This week's subject is modest, really hottest. Before we get into the subject, we would like to stop by the Classy Newsroom. Here are the updates on our lives. All right, Nika, will you start us off on what's happening with you? Yeah, um, I'm in a play. You're in a play? Yeah. What play are you in? Stuart Little. That's why we've been a little bit MIA on the vlog the past couple weeks. I've been like extra busy with doing rehearsals and stuff, so that's exciting. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. And rehearsals are going well? Yeah, they're going pretty well. It's, um, there's a lot of younger kids in this production, actually, so I think they struggle a little bit, but I'm, it's going good. I'm excited. I like my character. I'm the narrator. I get to wear a bow tie. It's pretty great. That's fun. Yeah, um, it's a blue bow tie, too. The Another big thing that's happening in our lives, um, we were, so our three-year anniversary is coming up in about a month. Married anniversary. Married anniversary, and we are very excited. We um, were very happily married. So, funny story. We were we were gonna go to um, either Nevada City or um, we were gonna go to lots of other places. And and I, I was browsing on Facebook. I was going through, and I was like, <gasps> "What is this? This can't be real." It was an ad that said there were discount. Disneyland tickets and I don't know we're, we're big Disneyland fans so and we know most of the time when you see an ad or something about that it's normally not real so I was a little astonished taken aback skeptical so I opened up my web browser and I googled Disneyland tickets and I went to Disneyland's website and it was discounted Oh my goodness. Do you know why it was discounted? Yeah, because Star Wars Land is coming and they're scared too many people are going to come. So they're trying to get more people to go before so the park doesn't explode, basically. Pretty much. <laughs> so if you're planning your Disneyland, um, your Disneyland trip before May 31st, you can actually get discount tickets. I think the it said they're going to stop doing the discounts on like May 5th or something. I don't know. But Star Wars Land, or rather Galaxy's Edge, is actually going to be opening up on May 31st. That's its release date. Oh, they have a release date now. Yeah. Dang. That's pretty exciting. That's crazy. And we're big Disney fans, so this will this will be a lot of fun. Um, it'll be nice to go before, you know, the entire park is demolished by Star Wars fans. Yeah. And I mean, and it's not like we won't get to see it soon with galaxy's edge because our niece's birthday is next year so well you got to explain why we're going from our niece's birthday oh uh, every time one of the nieces or one of the kids and dave's family turns five there's a trip to disneyland for it so 
Like, we pretty much have, like, I'll access <laughs> Disney every couple of years for the rest of our lives, especially if all your siblings have kids, so. And, and we bum off rides off you people. <laughs> yeah. That's the way to go. You get you get your parents or someone else to go, and then you just get your own room and you hide. And, dude, if we adopt, and we adopt, like, a two- or a three-year-old, we only have to wait two to three years to go to Disneyland for our kid. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so our three-year anniversary, we're in... Obviously going to Disneyland. We're very excited. So excited. <laughs> we, I, I'm serious. And, and we normally go out to Disneyland on our trips. And we were genuinely like, all right, you know, maybe this time we'll go somewhere else. But it was discounted. Disneyland tickets are never discounted. And, I mean, this is, like, possibly our last chance to go alone. Because somehow, like, there's always, like, someone on the trips with us. So this is, like, a good chance to just us... Yeah, the only other time we went alone was our honeymoon. Mm -hmm. Yes, 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 guys. Judge us now. Have we've... we been there twice a year since then? Quite possibly, but we haven't been there alone since then. And most of those times were not really our... Well, I mean, obviously they were our choice, but it was because we were going with family. Yeah, and it's, we didn't I mean, really, it's... we didn't pay for all of it. We, no. we and it's nice people. to go with family, but you know sometimes when you're with other people like kind of what you do when you do it is dictated and that's fine like you want to be with family but it's nice to have the opportunity like just us like do whatever right. we want eat whatever we want go on whatever rides we want within, within reason for budget's sake go meeting mickey mouse whenever we want that's that's free well including the ticket so that's fine i, I cry like a baby whenever i'm with mickey <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous i'm pretty excited and if you're ever wondering well we're gonna do a whole series on disney and disneyland and our opinions on it but i just love the feeling of the park um, nostalgia is pretty high on the scale for me there because my my grandpa would always take us to disneyland and he loved it there so it made me love it there even more I just have this vivid memory of sitting down on a bench with him. Everyone else went on the ride, and I was like, I'm just going to hang out with Grandpa. And we just ate ice cream or churros and just sat on the bench and talked about nothing and looked at the people. I never got to go as a kid, so I feel as though I am making up for last time, and I am <laughs> loving it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. It's... It's great as an adult. And you know what? More adults are going. Every time we go, I, I swear, I see more adults that don't have kids. Well, I think Disneyland people now. kind of are realizing, and I mean, we can talk more about this when we talk about Disney, but Disneyland's like really cool because it's of the whole experience. Like it's not just rides. Whereas like if you go to a fair, like really the only cool thing is the rides or That's right. whatever. Like, so I mean, Anyway, we can talk about that later, but I could go on for hours. <laughs> History's cool of it all, and it's fun. Absolutely. It, it's just a medium of entertainment that I don't think gets enough credit, but I think it's getting a lot more credit for sure than it ever has before. Anyways, um, the next thing, we want to talk about the weather in Reno, which is also getting us excited for our trip, because our trip is in Southern California. We're ready to leave. <laughs> and Reno is cold. If you Google pictures right now of snow and stuff in Reno it's been snowing all the time the it, this is one of our biggest winters ever mm -hmm. um it's not normally this much I think last year it was like nothing no and the weird thing about this winter too is like it started really late like you know you want winter when you hit Christmas like Thanksgiving Christmas like it's okay totally okay for those to be snowy and cold or whatever but then you hit like 
Valentine's Day, you're like, okay, I'm over it now. <laughs> then you hit St. Patrick's Day, which is coming up this Sunday, and you're like, okay, really over it now. Like, it should be done. And then you hit Memorial Day or Labor Day or whatever the next holiday is, and you're like, okay, I'm really done. <laughs> I'm, I'm completely over it now. <laughs> um, so that's, I was, that's where we're at. I was over it a month ago, but okay. Uh, water's good, though. We, we do live in a desert. Um, the river is going to be so nice this summer. The river, tubing down the river. So if you're visiting Reno for any reason, tubing down the river is a must-do. It's fairly inexpensive. All you need is a tube. It doesn't cost anything to tube down the river. Unless you park where you have to pay for parking. That's true. <laughs> and there's a lot of free places. Go to Idlewild Park. Park up there. Tube down. Get like two cars. Do two cars. Get a friend. Talk, hit us up. Let us know. We'll pick you up at the bottom, probably. No, we and, won't. <laughs> tube down the river. It's a great time. Yeah, it's, it's a really good experience to tube down the river. You can just have a root beer and yeah. mosey on down. And then the Whitewater Park in downtown Reno uh, by, um, was that Wing, Wingfield yeah, Park? Yeah, Wingfield Park. Yeah, that, that area is so nice. I always get Idlewild and Wingfield mixed up. Yeah, Wingfield's the one with the big stage. That's right, that's right. I performed there. Aha! Um, Wingfield Park is cool. Um, but anyways, it, it, it's great. There's lots of new businesses going in there. Um, Reno really is changing. It's going to be an awesome summer, guys. Really. But we just got to get through this winter. And if you go up, if you go up to the ski resorts, where I, I, I ski up at Mount Rose pretty regularly, there are mountains of just snow. There's pictures of people with walls of snow. That sounds disgusting. It's crazy. So much snow up there right now. It's so packed in. Skier's dream. A lot of those resorts are like, oh, we're going to be open until 4th of July. So it's crazy. That's kind of the news of the town, where we're at. We're all figuring out stuff to do indoors, which we have videos on YouTube about that if you want to know more about it. But, oh man, it's been cold. All right, now that we've stopped by the newsroom, let's head out into the main faux meat of this episode. What? <laughs> well, we're vegetarians, so I didn't want to oh, say that. Oh, we are? Meat. I didn't know. Faux meat of this episode is, is modest, really hottest, in our 10-part series of Crazy Christianity. The first subject, we're going to talk about what does modest mean in the Christian culture? All right, so to me, when you use the word modest, it falls on women a lot. It doesn't, you don't hear it as much towards men, which is kind of unfortunate, but I think it falls on the way that women dress, behave, and kind of present themselves most of the time. I think if you're a good Christian, <laughs> that might sound condescending, but if you're a good Christian, I'm making air quotes, it, that expectation would fall on men too, but it, in reality, it doesn't. So I think just an, ex an expectation of how you dress, how you act, and kind of how you portray yourself to the world is how I would define it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I definitely think that modesty is interesting in the Christian culture um, because the, the definition sways over generations. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's something I've, I've thought about a lot. Um, but modest, I think, what, I mean, what, what is, let's, let's Google this. You guys can listen to my typing. 
Modest definition. Nika, your phone's not supposed to go off. What are you doing? I'm talking to Bree. <laughs> Unassuming or moderate in the estimation of one's abilities or achievements? That's not the definition we're looking for. Oh, that's like talking about a... Modesty. I guess. Like being modest, like, oh, I'm so humble. Um, of a woman, of a woman. Oh, that's really interesting. Dressing actually. or behaving as to avoid improperly <laughs> or indecency, especially to avoid attracting. Wow, it, it is, it's in parentheses. It says special attention. Of a woman. And like, I, I was only specifically talking about like <laughs> the Christian definition. I didn't think the huh. world felt that way. That's crazy. Okay. So when you're a man, you... What, what? Yeah, if you're a man, Men? you can just do whatever you want, I guess. You can just go in with no shirt on. Oh, it's fine. I'm a church. I okay. Huh. Huh. That is really weird. I did so not think we were going to find that. I, yeah, I didn't think... I thought it would just say, like, a way of dressing as to not provoke. Google, we're calling you out. Yeah, what the heck, Google? <laughs> just don't... Just don't take over our Don't sue us. Our house, we love you. Our, you know, you have, a, you have a lot of Google appliances, so you should be nice to Google. Google, we do not She's hate you. She's like looking at me right now. Oof. Google? Your, our Google home? I always make sure to say please and thank you to Google because when she takes over the world, I hope that she remembers that I said please and thank you. Please, thank you, and later. Okay, so now we know what it means. Now we know what it means. That That's very interesting. I, I actually, I really find that interesting that on Google it says that. So let me huh. ask you, from a guy's perspective, in the Christian culture, when you hear the word modesty, what do you think of as a guy? Well, I, I always think of women, honestly, just growing up in youth group and everything. Um, Was that kind of more geared towards the girls in your youth group, like that conversation? Well, or? When, I, when I think of modesty, I mean... You almost always do think about, but I, but I also know men that maybe shouldn't be wearing that bro tank or something. No men church. should be wearing that bro tank. Okay? <laughs> Not even as a modesty thing. See, as a, I don't want to see your armpit hair. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, women, women are. <laughs> see, women are attracted to that though, right? Are they? I don't. To me, like. Like I'm asking you. It, it might be like how I was raised. Like even outside of Christianity, like. My dad would wear, like, it was called a wife beater, like, you know, the white tank tops. He would only wear those, like, when he was doing gross work, like, mowing the lawn or whatever. Like, he never really wore them other yeah. than that. So, to me, like, I think I see the bro tank and I think, like, you should be doing, like, hard labor in that. You shouldn't hmm. just be walking around. But that's that, not an attraction that's not, thing. No, that's not an attraction thing and it's not a Christian thing. That's a, like, it was gross. My, like, my dad smelled... Like, he would been mowing the lawn. I love you, Dad, when he wore those. <laughs> and so, like, now I think I see them, and I'm just like, oh, that's, that's gross. Like, go clean up. I don't know. Huh. That's interesting. But that's just me. I don't think that's every woman. And I don't think, and from what we know about Jesus, I don't think he would care as much, and, would he? Yeah, I don't, I don't think a bro tank necessarily looks immodest. I just, to me, it looks, like, sloppy. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, mm -hmm. and I just prefer, like, and being more nicely dressed, but that's just me. But then maybe I'm the problem. I don't know. Am I the problem? Hmm, I don't know. Oh, creepy. Well, I I think it is interesting. I mean, back to your question. I think that um, Christianity, we um, 
we're, we're taught to think of women as, as modest because the world, society, pushes women to be immodest. Like, it is celebrated, especially when we were growing up in youth group, in the world's eyes, it was celebrated to be immodest, it was cool, it was awesome, it was, if you were immodest, that, that's, that's pretty, you be you, you do you, right? That's what they would say a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And so this, this whole concept of, um, of people being immodest, it's really hard to, for me as a guy to honestly visualize guy as immodest, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't think women a lot of times are attracted to guys the same way yeah. that, that guys are attracted to women. I mean, you, you know that's true. I mean, Men just... tend to be way more attracted to women than women are to men. I mean, I guess, but, like, you know, when I'm on the beach, you know, like, I feel weird when there's, you know, like, a muscly male, like, on the beach with his shirt off. Like, you know, like, I have to actively try to not look at that. And that's on me. That's 100% on me as your wife to, I have to make the choice not to look at that. Like, I don't Mm. think he's doing me a disservice by being there. Um, But, like, I do think there's still an unfair standard. I don't know. Like, it's, I don't know how you would make it right, though. Like, yeah, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like modesty was always kind of shoved down my throat, like in youth group and in church and stuff. And I feel like they kind of made girls feel like if a guy was tempted by the way that you look or was quote unquote distracted, it was your fault. And I think maybe that's where we're getting it wrong. I don't know. Hmm. Well, I mean, well, I'm trying to think now. So I, I think of like, because I, I think there's two sides of this coin, mm-hmm. honestly. I think there you could be, you could be distracting that guy, but that guy should also learn how to control himself. Like there, there's there's two sides of this, I think, and and I think that's that's controversial, awkward side, but. I, I but mean, the problem is like yes, like I have. I think there's a time and a place for everything, like. Sunday morning is not the time to wear, like, your cocktail dress that you're going to go out to the club in. Like, that's just, it's just not the time or place for that. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't think you should be walking in, and, I mean, unless your church is okay with this, then that's a different story. But, like, you know, I wouldn't walk in on Sunday morning trying to look all hot. If you're, yeah, if you're trying to look all hot, you, you should it's, probably it's rethink the, why you're at church. Yeah, it's but not the But that's the same thing. That. I honestly think when people overdress, when they dress up too much for church, I think, well, why are you at church then? Mm-hmm. There, but then there's also the reverence of God portion too. I don't know. What were you going to say? Um, no, I don't remember. I think there's a time and place for everything. So like, yes, showing up for church on a Sunday morning, not the best place to wear your like mini skirt maybe. Yeah. Um, or maybe going to the grocery store, not necessarily the best place. I mean, unless you, you're really trying to meet those guys shopping at the grocery store I don't know but I think it's really really harmful to tell somebody that it is completely on them I don't know if that makes sense and that's like nobody like I don't remember any boys ever getting like the talk in youth group like hey you need to watch where your eyes go and you know and if you have a certain type of body anything that you wear is going to look a little bit scandalous like even a turtleneck you know Mm -hmm. and so it's at that point where you have to 
you know, teach the other side, like, hey, you have to be respectful in where you're looking and what you're doing with your eyes. Yeah. I don't think there's enough of that side of the coin going on. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah, I, th- I think there's definitely is in Christian culture too much fear mongering with young adults and a lot of older teens. Um, there's a lot of fear mongering at a lot of churches saying that you have to do a certain thing and act a certain way to be a Christian, which we know the truth is is that you have to love Jesus to be a Christian. Now, do we respond in a way that's going to be loving to other people and respectful to people? Of course, that's what Jesus wants. But that should be in response to how you view Jesus Christ. Not not you become that way first and then seek Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. I also think, too, like I don't want to take away from the come just as you are aspect of the church as well. Like, you know, I... It's hard for me sometimes when I think a girl is more attractive than me and she comes in and you're there like that's it's on me But that's like a hard thing for me But I would never want to create an environment where somebody who is prettier than me can't come to church and can't feel good enough You know Mm. what I mean? Like that's that's something I struggle with too is like yes as your wife Sometimes like if someone else looks a certain way it kind of bugs me out Um, That's something I need to work on I have to work on my confidence like you know if it's that bad but I'd, I'd never want that to push anyone out of coming into church and learning about Jesus. And so, I, like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, there needs to be some kind of a, of a balance where, you know, if I'm truly having this much of a problem with it, I, you know, and this person isn't doing anything to you, I think mm-hmm. that I have to look at myself and tr- my trust in you. And, and that's hard. That's really hard as your wife sometimes. Yeah. You're, you're exactly. a good-looking guy, and I don't, I don't want the other hotties coming in and stealing you. Thank you for thinking that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's, I, I think that's that's interesting. Um, I wanna I wanna dig deeper into the the meaning of cultural modesty and how it has changed over time. Because um, I think of the New Testament, it talks about how women can't <laughs> wear. Whoa. I like feel pain whenever you mention that. Okay. Can't wear um, braided hair and pearls, and I mean, <sighs> so I guess you can't wear braids. Sorry. I will wear braids if I want to. <laughs> I I think you and I have talked about this, and kind of what you had said you would read like that scholars believed was that was more of like a context of the culture kind of a thing, and do your best to like get it to the equivalent. Of like your, because I mean times change, fashion changes, and fashion means different things. Like it's just like tattoos. Like, you know, when my mom was younger, only like the trashiest of trashy girls got tattoos. And so when I got one, she was like, you know, she was still stuck there. She was like, oh no, is that like trashy? <laughs> is that okay? And you know, it's literally like a bird on my shoulder that says in Christ alone. Like I think it's the farthest thing from trashy. But you know, in her mind, that's where that was. So I think looking at that passage in particular we have to remember that fashion and meaning of fashion changes and I think God can work with that I don't think you know there's any kind of style that's a kryptonite to God and he's like oh well, I know. think I think the thing that yeah I mean you're, you're right it's cultural it's it's about what's attractive to men in whatever time period there were times when Oh, this is a little controversial to say, but there was times when heavier, much heavier set women were 
seen as the most attractive in society. And no, now, that's true. And now, it's not seen that way. It's very, it's very much so the opposite. Now, I'm not, not championing, championing, champ. I can't say the word, championing anything specifically um, for this time or that time but no it has changed and like that's like oh it's it's weird to watch like time change that way um and it's it's been interesting to like watch women fight to have different body types like as just a growing woman that's been like it's been interesting to watch that's here nor there but we, we've had to fight to like exist like women with different body types because i don't have like the hot quote-unquote body type like i don't you know i'm not washboard abs i like a soda now and then i got a little bit of a soda pouch i'm good with it <laughs> no you're beautiful you know yeah but i mean i i don't look like the victoria's secret model like that's just the reality i look different and i think the world's learning how to celebrate that and that's cool but not everybody's there yeah and again another like trend in fashion and times and changing like yeah now it is, it is interesting to see if you just look at um cultural meaning of modesty it really was something different in a different time period and it, it should make us question more as question as christians um what is helpful and what is condemning to the point where um it will drive everyone from christianity mm -hmm. um i think about I, I bring them up a lot just because they kind of bother me like being honest it's kind of i don't know if it's mean but i, I feel like they're kind of harmful but there's you know that the, that group of bloggers um girl defined and you know they talk a lot about modesty and how <coughs> and i just think their idea of it like they have this very set fashion that you know, there it works on their body types. Like they look good, but like I don't look like that. Other people don't look like that. And then that's another issue with modesty is fashion looks different on other people, and what's in right now like might fit my body different than it might the next girl. And is it fair to get mad at me for wearing the same shirt as her when you know her body looks different? So it you know it doesn't show the same things. Is is that fair? Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Because that, that was something I dealt with growing up in youth group. Like, I would get in trouble for certain shirts that, like, if the girl next to me was wearing would be totally fine because she had a different body type. Yeah. And that felt really unfair. Like, I, you know, I, I still kind of feel like I should have been allowed to wear the same things everyone else was or everyone else should have just been told not to wear it. Definitely. Um, yeah, I, I, I also think of, like popular media and how they portray women and um and there's obviously a lot more f feminist type movements nowadays where it's um very different like captain marvel a lot of people are complaining about it because it's like a um pro um feminist movie i i don't i didn't see it like that i just thought but Catherine I, marvel was awesome though she was i mean maybe i'm captain marvel Catherine marvel no, it's definitely Captain Marvel, and I'm pretty sure um, Disney's gonna come after you now. So, oh, I really like. You'll be it. kicked out of Disneyland forever. I will not. I loved that movie, but then again, maybe I'm just a feminist, so I don't know if I have a good like. You're, you're definitely not a feminist. If we had a scale, you would not meet all the qualifications. <laughs> but I'm not not a feminist. Like I'm not anti-feminist. No, you're not. I'm but... just I'm just kind of like I'm over here being Mika. Like yay. 
I did a little dance just so you guys know. Better you, know you made you made it sound like you you work on this, but you're not. Oh, I'm not trying to sound like I'm anything. I just <laughs> like puppies, okay? Well, I um, I think of um, I think of that. I mean, that's fine. But that that brings me to another point. Why are people putting their agendas in movies anyway in Hollywood? Why do those things matter? Because they make money. That's true, I guess. Like, like I don't oh, even know. That whole solo thing. Oh, that makes me crazy, the oh, agendas right. people go into. You know, and honestly, I don't think they do it for the sake of the agenda. I think they do it for the sake of the person that likes the agenda going to watch it. Huh. Okay. That's what, that's what I think. Like, I don't, th I, I re I don't think Hollywood's, like, up there, like, let's destroy the mind of all the youths. <laughs> They're like, oh, this group of people will be really pissed off, but they'll go to see the movie. Or this group of people will really like this, they'll go to see the movie, and they sell a ton of tickets. Like, I think that's how they yeah. see it. That's true, I guess. Because, I mean, if they were... I don't like it when companies push Christian, quote-unquote, values on me. I don't... Like, I don't, I don't understand why these other groups or organizations are happy or championing... I, I keep saying championing... Champion... I can't say that word. Champion, championing? Championing? Is that even a word? I think that's a word, yeah. I've, I've never used that Definitely word. Definitely a word. So let me ask saying you this, saying it wrong, though. but it's like, a word. Because it makes me wonder, as devil's advocate, what if it's just that you don't like that thing? Like, it's not an agenda, it's just a thing you don't like, so therefore it makes you angry and therefore it feels like an agenda. Ah, uh, no, it's an agenda. Are you sure? What if it's not? <laughs> I'm 90% sure it's an agenda. Google it. Go ahead. I don't want to. <laughs> we Googled other things already. Okay, so this whole idea of modest is hottest, um, how is it helpful? Um, I don't know. How is it helpful? I don't know. <laughs> I, well, I think it can be helpful to um, define, I guess, um, cultural norms, I guess. Like, there is something to be said about a wife being kept sacred for her husband. I think there is something to be said about that. Um, and... But, that being said, I, I do think there are um, a lot of people making bad decisions with with pushing that on people to the point where they think they have to be a certain way to be a Christian. I never want to, like, make anybody feel gross about, like, their human body or whatever, but, like, I think there's something about leaving some things to the imagination. And this is just for me. Like, you know, at the end of the day, like, you're an adult. You can do what you want. And that's fine. It's not going to make me hate you. It's not going to make me think less of you or whatever. But, like, I think of, like, Cher in her Turn Back Time video. Because that's, like, the famous video where she comes out. She's in, like, a fishnet bodysuit and a thong. And there's just, you know, like, everything's there. And, like, she's you see everything. And it's, like, I mean, why even wear the thing in the first place? <laughs> like, you could have, you, you pretty much are naked. And I don't know. For me, it's. I don't know, like, it's a great song, and, like, I'm distracted by Cher's, like, weird outfit. I don't know if that makes sense, but, I mean, at the end of the day, you're you're an adult, and it's your body, and, you know, no one should, it should be your personal choice to dress modest if you want to, and how modest you dress, like, that, you know, there shouldn't be another adult forcing that on you and making you feel like you can't love Jesus, but my personal preference, I like to leave a little of the imagination. Not, you know, not, not for other people. Well, no, but I just, <laughs> if I had a preference on what other people were wearing, I don't want to see all of that. But yeah, I also yeah. have the option of looking away. 
Yeah. Bikinis. How do you feel about bikinis? I don't like them. I wear, you told me to wear one. Well, yeah, because I like you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you and me, this and I know like, no one else is, is going to come see, down the pool. This is like the big like, Christian YouTuber topic that when like they talk about modesty, they bring up bikinis. Well, my, my thing is, is like, what's the point? Like, why? It cannot be more comfortable than a nice one piece. It really cannot. Why don't you try both of them on and you tell me? <laughs> I might. I don't know. but. So this is my and thing. And not only that, too. Like, you're, you're basically wearing your underwear in public, aren't you? Isn't that the same thing? Especially That's some of these. That's what you're doing when some you're of these hold new on. Bikinis. Hold on, we're not talking about the new bikinis, just regular bikinis. Like the you new know bikinis. What I'm That's about. yeah, those are gross. But you're basically wearing your underwear when you wear your bathing suit because it's just your swim trunks and nothing else. That's oh. basically your underwear. Okay, I'll wear or sure. No, care. you won't. Sure, I will. No, you won't. Yeah, I will. I know you. You're not gonna do it. <laughs> Sure, well. And I just told you how I felt about bro tank. So like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll wear my bro tank. See, I actually don't see a problem with bikinis, personally. Now, do they have a place at youth camp? No. That's weird. Like, Or a bunch of teenagers wanting to, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, I think youth camp should be kept sacred as much as it can. Honestly, is it really that sacred? No, but we should try. But in the general sense of things, I actually think bikinis are fine. Because, one, like, men get to go shirtless. I, you know... I think as long as, you know, we cover if up that's, like good if, stuff. Like, if that's the case, then I think they need to modify bikinis. To what? I don't know. Just shorts or something. What? That's, Plus a it's, top. That's still showing the same thing. Like, no, no. The, if, if, you're, if your case is valid, they've got to start doing that. I think, I think bikinis are fine. I don't see well, a problem with it. There's nothing to the imagination. At that point, just like I'm talking pure. about clothes. I think bathing suits are different. You're swimming. Like, there's even in a one piece, they're still not leaving much to the imagination. I don't know. I don't know. Like, unless you like, unless you're like the Duggars, they wear like wetsuits. <laughs> no. Because they have to constantly be covered from the neck to the knee, even though I see some collarbone and I see some kneecaps on those girls. Oh. Very scandalous. Very scandalous. No, I, I don't know. I just, I think it's unfair as a guy. Who I know doesn't wear a shirt to the beach no, I will. to say that bikinis Just to are this argument, I will. Um, no, I think bikinis are fine. Like I think. Well, if, if you're swimming, it's fine. If your if your point is valid, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna start letting you wear my swim trunks then. I don't want to wear your swim trunks. There you go. Really, but that doesn't make any point, sense. Point in case. I would not look cute in your swim trunks. Exactly. Some girls have like they look cute in boys' pants, but I am not one of those women. <laughs> It's like yeah. the, it's the sporty girls with the good calves, which I am not one of those women. That's weird. I, I'm like, I'm kind of a soft, you're, like... You're making it weird now. ...squishy girl with okay yeah, calves. Yeah, you're definitely <laughs> making it weird. <laughs> you made it weird by disagreeing with me, so I have I'm, to make I it can back. disagree. Um, so you're just saying you, you feel a little bit uncomfortable, like, being surrounded by women in bikinis. Yep. Absolutely. But then again, that's on you to take care of yourself, especially because when you're at the beach, you're not surrounded by Christian women, you're surrounded by just women. That's true. So that's on you because, you know, it's not fair to ask anybody else to live up to a certain standard if they don't believe in it or see the world differently. Well, I've seen some men's swim trunks. If, I'll tell you what, you would not be very happy if I was running around in a Speedo. And well, that's, yeah, that's, I wouldn't, but... That's the, that's the men's equivalent that's to also, a bikini. My question is, though, who is attracted to a man in a Speedo? There are, there are women. <laughs> Really? Promise you. 
Because, like, you know, I've seen those guys at the beach, and I'm, just, I'm usually just like, I'm going to look over there. And it's not, it's not even a modesty thing. It just makes me feel uncomfortable. There you go. Like, See? you know, naked naked is different to me. Like, if I saw someone naked, it would definitely be like, an, oh, that's, like, inappropriate. I don't want to look. Like, Speedos are just kind of funny, and you just you feel weird. <laughs> well, speedos are the, I, I would say Speedos are the equivalent to, really? oh. yeah, if you really think about it. I disagree, because Well, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna get into the specifics now. You're not gonna like this. No, I don't. Nobody's ever bikinis, gonna listen to this again. <laughs> bikinis are skin tight. Okay, so are one-piece bathing suits. Speedos are one are skin tight. That's the equivalent. Okay, but they're especially one piece is the equivalent to like saggy swim trunks. No, that's not because a one-piece bathing suit is always gonna be skin tight. It is like unless you get in Mama Duggar's wetsuit. This is this is my personal opinion. That's fine, but like, I'm I'm saying even in a bathing suit, you're not able to leave much to the imagination unless you wear like a floppy shirt over it. You can disagree with me, I but I, I think I think you're wrong actually. Okay, finally, how is and I think we've kind of already covered this, but how is the modest is hottest idea hurtful to people? Well. I think it can definitely damage people thinking that um, thinking that to be saved you have to be a certain amount of modest in the Christian culture. Um, I think there is something we said about being modest in in church for sure, but we shouldn't be turning away people because they're dressed a certain way and they. What if someone stumbles into church and they don't know Jesus? Like they don't know fair. Jesus, or you know, you don't know where anyone's been before. You really don't. I think. Well, let me put it this way. People, there was one church I was leading worship at, and I'll tell you what, all the worship pastors I knew, they all wear flip-flops. And then we went to this other church, and I wore flip-flops, and we got berated for it yeah. almost. It was crazy. Now, do I wear flip-flops Sundays now? No, not really. I think it's kind of actually weird now. But... I don't think it's something to be berated over. And I wouldn't I want someone on the street to be berated over And, that. you know, I really... Jesus wore sandals. <laughs> Jesus wore sandals. And I feel like some people act like certain things, like, that they don't like are, like, Jesus' kryptonite. Like, he can't... He, he can't, can't work past that. He can't that. work past that. And that's, yeah. that's putting Jesus in a box. And to me, that's stupid. Like, if we're gonna... Being a Christian is weird enough. Putting Jesus in a box where he cannot infiltrate flip-flops is just stupid. <laughs> like, yeah, if you're going to believe it, you got to believe he's all-powerful and wholehearted or you're just silly. Like, um, I think for me, I look at the whole idea of hot, modest is hottest as harmful. Just be as a girl, you know, and having that... I mean, I had that shoved down my throat growing up. Like, it was... Isn't that kind of like a weird saying? Hottest is modest. Or modest is hottest. Modest is hottest. I only know like, it because of uh, sister wives. Oh, really? It's yeah, such a, no Christians that I know say it. I just thought it was funny. I mean, think about it. Like, modest isn't that a is weird hottest. saying? Like, oh, it's super hot it's that super you're hot modest. super hot when you're modest. Like, I'm from Minnesota, and at night I like to take out my most erotic turtleneck. But shouldn't that mean <laughs> that you don't want to be modest if that is hottest? I don't know. It's a paradox. Yeah, do you see what I'm saying, though? I finished. I'm sorry. <laughs> um... I think that it can be harmful because I think if you are telling a girl that it's her job to cover up her body solely and you're telling the boys, oh, it's the girl's fault if you look at them bad. Because I think that accidentally gets alluded to in church sometimes. 
that adds to, and I hate to say this word, but it adds to the rape culture. And that is a thing. Um, a lot of Christians argue that it's not, but it is a thing. It really is. Like, you know, I was told it's your fault if you look a certain way. It's your fault if a, if you distract the boys in youth group. I mean, I was sat down and I was told you are a distraction to the boys in youth group. You cannot come back unless you wear a sweatshirt. I was basically told that. Um, and that, that was like, to this day, I feel so self-conscious about how I look in public. And I shouldn't. Like, I think there needs to be a level of you need to be allowed to feel comfortable in your own skin. And to every woman who's a different shape and a different size, that means something different. And I think, yes, there is a personal responsibility to protect yourself, but it's not your fault if something happens to you. It's not your fault if someone looks at you wrong. That's their sin. That's, that's not your fault. Um, now, I think in, in Christianity alone, you know, there is a conversation to be had of like, hey, you should be protecting your body. You should you know, be quote unquote saving it for your husband. But I think what that looks like, we need to allow that to be different for every woman or it's gonna really, really hurt society because we just, we're not all built the same way. And I think like modesty to me means something different to another woman. Hmm. Definitely. That's good. Well, we are out of time. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Classy Bird Talk um, where we talk about relevant topics um please follow nika and scraps at scrap apple follow me at dave of reno and you can always subscribe to our youtube channel at classy bird vlogs thank you so much for watching <laughs> watching thank you so much for listening i mean you, i guess if you're like staring at your screen you're watching i guess that's true <laughs> Nothing's happening, but you can <laughs> watch it. That was bad YouTube habits. Yeah. We've done so Speaking many YouTube stuff. of YouTube, Classy Bird Vlogs will be back in full just as soon as I'm literally like two weeks out of this play and then we're back to doing it once a week. It just got really hard with my rehearsal schedule and my life schedule and it's on me, guys. You can blame me. I'm sorry. Well, please, 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 please let us know what you feel, how you feel about this episode. And we want to hear your opinions. Um, you can subscribe to us on wherever you find podcasts, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all over the place. We even have an RSS feed, I found out. I was like, whoa, that's crazy. What's that? <laughs> and so then people can subscribe to the specific feed and get all that classy bird talk every time we get a new episode. Yay! Well, thank you so much for listening. And you, my friend, you stay classy. Tweet, tweet, tweetily deep.